Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much to our sponsor, Healing Insight, an acupuncture and holistic medicine clinic on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. Owner Senia May and her team of practitioners can help patients with everything from anxiety to fatigue, digestive issues to women's health, and so much more. And speaking of women's health, Healing Insight has some huge news. Practitioner Nikki Ballian was just officially certified as a fertility specialist by the American Board of Oriental Reproductive Medicine. She's been specializing in women's health and fertility for 12 years and is now one of only nine practitioners to have this special certification in the entire state of Minnesota. In fact, my youngest sister, Jenny, started to become concerned about her fertility after trying to get pregnant for about six months. She says she could feel changes in her body within just a few treatments from Nikki and credits Nikki with getting her body on track to become pregnant. And Jenny's first baby is expected this summer. I'm currently pregnant with baby number three and have visited Healing Insight regularly throughout my pregnancies and especially at a time when my prenatal care has seemed really uncertain because of the COVID-19 health crisis. Knowing that I'm consistently able to focus on my physical and emotional health with Senya has been so important. Senya was also our featured guest on one of our most listened to episodes of Best to the Nest. It's episode 25, simply titled Anxiety and episode 113, where we talk about coping with the COVID-19 global pandemic. Visit Healing Insight HealingInsightOnline.com. That's HealingInsightOnline.com to find out more about Senya and her team. And congratulations, Nikki. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is the Nest, our mini-show that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. Today we're talking about babies, Marjorie. This is the Nest that is all about (laughs) baby gear. So we decided to discuss this because I don't know if you saw on social media, but I was able to post a fun little photo of my sisters and I who are all pregnant at the same time. All three of us. Okay, Elizabeth, it's like a movie. You're all pregnant, (laughs) and I don't mean to remind you, but you're all pregnant in the middle of a pandemic. It's very strange. It's insane. Yes, it really is. So the first baby will actually be born on June 29th. My sister Katie is giving birth to her fourth baby. (laughs) It's very exciting and slightly overwhelming, but she's feeling that way. And then um, at the end of July is when my youngest sister, Jenny, is due with her first baby, and then, um, of course, we're due with our third baby at the end of September. So <laughs> we'll see how it all goes. But we've been talking baby gear nonstop. And it was fun. We That's actually it. got to have an outdoor shower. We had it at my oh. parents' house. My parents have a really big deck. So we were able to invite some family and friends over. This was a shower that we had to postpone because of the pandemic. And then we were worried we weren't going to be able to have a baby shower for her at all. But we were able to have everybody together outside, socially distanced, safe individual food portions, you know, all the oh, stuff that you gosh. do that you yep. had to kind of think through. But it turned out so beautiful. 
beautiful. And it was so fun to celebrate her. And then, of course, it's always fun to see what people get as gifts. Because I sort of think whether... Now, when I didn't have children and wasn't pregnant, I was not interested in baby gear at all. But once you have them, (laughs) I would go to baby showers and be like, do I have to sit here through this gift part? Um, But once you have them, it's sort of then for the rest of your life, you're still interested in what gear is out there because you always wonder like, oh, wow, how easy could it have been if I would have had that cool thing? And there's always new stuff coming out. Yeah, I think that because I had my babies in the 90s, and I think that was a time when good gear was just starting. And I could be wrong because it's my own perspective. You're only self-aware of what you need to be aware of. <laughs> but I, um, when we, when I knew we were talking about this, I, I did a little research because I wanted to look back and see what were the things I would have loved to have had. And, oh, my God, there's amazing stuff out there. <laughs> there are. Okay. Why don't you start with the first thing that you found? Because this is actually one that I have tried and tested for two babies, and it is totally great. Okay. It's the Halo Bassinet Swivel Sleeper Premier Series. I found this online, and this would have changed my life. Absolutely changed my life because I my first baby, Gar, was very active. He wasn't colicky at all. He just never slept. And I think this would have helped. But this was crazy because, Elizabeth, this will make me sound a 1,000 years old. But when I had Gar, we brought him home and we had an attic bedroom, sort of like your third floor. Yep. And that was our master bedroom. And so it was like Gar and I were in a cocoon. And I kept him in what they call a little Moses basket. Yeah. You know, just a litter wicker bassinet basket next to me in the bed. Never felt terribly safe. It was sort of quaint and and sweet looking. But this bassinet swivel sleeper, you have to explain to everybody what this thing does because it's amazing. Well, it's actually called, it's appropriate for this podcast because it's actually called the bassinest is what they call it. The bassinet. That's what they call it. (laughs) But it is a bassinet. So it's cool because it's nice for even small spaces because it has these three super sturdy legs on the bottom that all come out and then a center pole and then the bassinet can swivel so you can actually pull it over your bed and then the side of the bassinet yes the side wall will bend down with the pressure of your arm so imagine like you're laying in bed you turn over and you kind of lean your arm onto the bassinet the arm bends down so you can get the baby and then just pull the baby right out to nurse it oh, really so great. is great. And I've had it with, with both of my kids. I don't have the deluxe one that vibrates and things like that. And I can imagine that that one would be even cooler. But it is a great bassinet. In fact, I was actually going to lend mine. I've lent mine out now three times to different moms. And then they just oh. give it back because you only need it for six months. So if you... Right. If you have like a group of people who you think are going to be having babies at a certain time, it's fun for one person to get it and then pass it around. I mean, I've literally passed it around three times to different people and then well, they the, give it back because it's always in perfect shape because it's just not used that much. The thing I loved about the one I was looking at last night, this was the sort of the premiere. It had a, a nightlight. It had sounds. I didn't see the part about the vibrations, but for someone like me with Gar, he just wouldn't sleep even when just, he didn't really cry. He was just always awake. Oh, and I think this would have been really great to sort of have something that would have had a little movement, yeah. a little bit of soothing sounds. But the idea too of being able to take a nursing baby and move them easily into the bassinet without waking them, that's sort of the key. Cause that and have always... it be essentially like on top of the bed because you position it yep. so it's like basically on top of the bed. 
Oh, that's so great. Yeah, yeah they brilliant. did not have this when I had babies. This was amazing. How about you? What, okay, so my first thing, and I have like this list of things that are total essentials for me. The Stokey high chair, I'm convinced, is the best high chair in the entire land. So Stokey <laughs> um, is like, I think it's a Scandinavian brand. They make these high chairs, and I have one that essentially can transition from a high chair to just a normal kid's chair to a desk chair for your children. So you oh, can have great. it for 20 years. years. I mean, you can have it forever. So we have two of them. We use, we've used one for each child and then now Bernie doesn't really need one. And so then we'll have one for the baby, but it was really great, especially in our old house because our old house was so small that it wasn't this massive, big plastic clunky thing. It's almost all wood. The only plastic on the one that I have is the attachments that, you know, hold the baby in when they're really little. And then obviously like the tray table is plastic, but the rest of it you can get in like this pretty natural wood. Um, We have gray, but you could get whatever color that you wanted. And I just think it is so worth the money because it is not one of those things that you're going to use for a year and then have to figure out where to store until the next baby or get rid of it. It can always stay out. And we just always keep them at our dining room table. And they're great. And honestly, now, even if an adult has to just perch on one for a little bit. It's totally fine. It's really crazy. They are great. So the Stokey uh, high chair, I'm a big proponent of. Okay, what else? And this is, well, I was going to say, these are the kind of things, too. I was really mindful of everything I brought into the house. I wanted it to be something that I didn't mind looking at. Yeah. And that was okay to be around because there's a lot of really sort of junky, clunky stuff. But the minute you get into a more streamlined design, it gets a little bit more expensive. So those are the things, honestly, that I think make the best shower gifts, that if a couple of people go in together and you get them something really substantial and and nice, something they'd really want to have in their home, I always think that's great. Because those are the kind of things that sometimes people won't buy for themselves. Either they can't afford it or you just can't justify the expense. But they're really nice to have things like that in your house. I think that's great. Oh, so true. Um, My big goal was no as little plastic crap as I could find and stuff that would grow with them so that I wasn't just wasting money on things that would only be used for a few months. Okay, this next thing again goes back to my first child, Gar, who never stopped moving. (laughs) It's the Duna Leaky Trike. Have you ever seen this? No. It's a combination of a tricycle and a stroller. Now, mind you, I don't... He's Gar's 28, so I can't personally endorse this. (laughs) I'm just saying that if I were a mother, when I was a toddler mother... I would have bought this in a heartbeat and tried so it out. It's actually, it is, it's a kind of like, it folds down like a stroller and has a push sort of, you can hold onto it, but it's a tricycle. So just imagine you're going through the airport or you're at the zoo or when we can go back to zoos and you want to push your child around, but they've got all this energy. They'll, they, it's a tricycle. Yeah. And so the problem with Gar always was that whenever I would take him somewhere, he didn't want to be in the umbrella stroller. He wanted to run. I know. Because he had so who, much energy. Yeah, they struggle with parent. I have friends who are like, I could never have my child in a stroller. Like, you can walk for an hour with your child in a stroller. That would never happen for me. That's no. what people say. Yeah, never. And But Gar would have loved this. I mean, he absolutely would have loved this because then he was still moving and doing something and propelling himself. But because it's got the handle in the back, the parent can sort of hold on to it. I just think this is great. I don't know the quality of it, but it just it's I would have bought one of these for sure. Oh, that would be fun for baby number three. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, my next one is a stroller, actually, and it's the Baby Zen. It's the Yo-Yo by Baby Zen. 
this stroller, I'm just such a big believer in. We, I don't really believe in having like a hundred different strollers, but we do have three total, right? <laughs> which still feels like a lot. But the yo-yo is so cool because it folds down to be like the size, I don't know, Marjorie, maybe like a foot by a foot by a foot by a foot, <laughs> foot by a foot. Oh, that's great. It's so small. It folds up so small. So you can actually fit it in the overhead compartment of an airplane. Yeah, that's And huge. it's so easy to take with you when you're like going to a cabin or something and you just want to have a stroller, but you don't want to have... You, you don't have enough room for your massive right. like jogger. This one is so good. And I've actually used it up at cabins. It's not amazing on non-paved roads, but you can definitely use it on non-paved roads for a little bit right. to get through. And it folds up so small and it still reclines for kids. So it's great if you're traveling. It was like a lifesaver for us anytime we took Bernie on a trip because one time we went skiing in Keystone and we flew in to Denver and our friend picked us up and then we were driving with him and his girlfriend up there and mm-hmm. we would have never had room for the stroller with all of our luggage. Like, right. I don't know what right. we would have done. So uh, the Yo-Yo by Baby Zen, I'm a big believer in it. I've used it for years and it's awesome. How are the wheels? They're like, good. That was always my thing with yeah, the umbrella strollers. The umbrella strollers can get really junky. I mean, and right. that's this type of fold. It's not folding into like an umbrella. It folds up in and of itself. So it turns oh, into I a square. A look at this. That's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. It's worth getting. And th- I know there are some other ones on the market too. I can just personally attest that I've had this one for several years now. And um, I've had it for five years and I use it well, that says regularly. And I keep it. In, that's the one stroller that I always keep in the back of my truck because then I just always have one with me no matter what's well, going on. The fact that you said you've had it for five years. Yeah. I think a lot of people sort of skimp on buying a really good stroller because you can get a, a umbrella stroller for a child for 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, you'll never have that for five years. No. It'll, it'll, it'll break way before then. So that's pretty cool. Okay. My last thing is, so I did breastfeed not nearly as long as you did. And I didn't have a lot of difficulty, but it was also, I also wasn't working outside the home at the time. Yeah. So I could take more time. I wasn't as stressed. So it wasn't, it wasn't a problem for me, but I also didn't do it very long. I saw this on one of the sites I was looking at. It's the La Vie Warming Lactation Massager. Have Ooh, you seen this? No, but I'm looking at it now. This is pretty cool. One, because you can, by, if you, if the picture is not lying, you can pump both breasts at the same time. Which when I had a pump, it was one at a time. Oh no, everybody, all of them can do two at a time now. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My awful. mom talks about when she was, when we were little, they didn't even have electric pumps. If you were going to pump, you had to hand pump. She was oh, like, no wonder God. nobody, if you were working, you weren't breastfeeding. It was impossible. Yeah. How would you do yeah. that? No, no, that's crazy. It's and crazy. to me, just doing one breast at a time is crazy. So when I saw this, it's like, well, I'm glad, I'm glad in 30 years, the world has progressed to yes. a dual pump system. Yes. That's good. But this I thought was really interesting. And you would know more about this. Take a quick look at it and see if this is something that would have been useful or because you've breastfed. I think I've known a lot of women that have trouble. And I just think this looks like something that could be helpful. It's a cool little massager to help get milk to come out. Like massage helps. I mean, I always, this is probably TMI, but whatever. We're all friends here. I've always have to like push on the side of them to like get, you know, to get more out. And I'm always trying to like get, you want to get as much milk out as you can because you don't right. want it sitting in there 
So yeah, this looks cool. These are cool. I things. tried to explain once to my husband what it felt like, and I think these. This is one of the things that it's kind of fun to be a woman because it's so bizarre. Like when your milk comes in, it feels so primal and weird. Oh, it's so weird. And I never, I'll never forget. I was all, I was out at an event after we had had Gar. And this is definitely going to be TMI, so you can Mm. not listen to this if this will bug you, (laughs) anybody out there. But it was just so – I mean, I'm like 26 years old. You know, I'm I'm young, and I don't really know what I'm doing. But I've got – I just remember I had this really pretty dress on, and then my milk came in. And so I had to go in the bathroom because it's painful. You know, for for anybody that's never been through it, it's just – it's like your boobs are going to burst. Yeah, you get engorged. Engorged, which is just the worst word. I know. Ever. Well, I'm just telling you, this is what it is. <laughs> it's just the worst word. And Elizabeth, I remember like taking the dress off. I'm in a bathroom stall, taking the dress off, like taking my bra off, and it the, the milk literally just shot across the bathroom stall. I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is this?" I mean, it was just such a weird feeling, like a weird kind of superpower. Yes, it's very strange. It's it very strange. strange. I will tell you. Just read this statistic that. Despite, I don't know why I was reading Canadian breastfeeding statistics, but this happened to pop up in one of my like little mother's newsletters that I get. I don't know. But they were saying like 17% of Canadian mothers have still felt like uncomfortable or embarrassed about breastfeeding in public. And which makes me so sad. And also I am just, I am a person who I have decided that breastfeeding needs to be normalized. And yes. so whether or not you can do it, that's a different issue because I know there's so much that comes along with that and it can be yeah. so difficult for mamas who really want to breastfeed who can't. Right. That being said, if you can breastfeed, I mean, I have breastfed babies out of sitting at a bar. Um, Good for you. Sitting at the actual bar. I mean, I do not give a <laughs> flying leap. I mean, I just don't because I – and I just don't – care if someone said that that made them uncomfortable. Frankly, I don't care because this is what breasts were made to do. Right. This is what, how mamas feed their babies. And I, you see more boobs in like an ad for a swimsuit on a billboard than you see when a mother is breastfeeding. And even if you are seeing her boob, like effing get over it. I mean, I just do not care. And I always say my husband laughs because I'll just be like, just Watch. If someone even gives me a remotely dirty look, the rage machine that will come out of me (laughs) towards that person will be everything that is ever bottled up about being a woman in society and having her body objectified and told that it is for something else. Every bit of that that has been bottled up for the last 38 years will come flying out at that person. And they, I swear to you, will not know what hit them. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So do you do, do you do a drape? Yeah, I usually do like a little cover, mainly because like babies, if the baby gets distracted um, or and I have certain tops and like cardigans that, you know, I wear out and about so that I can like kind of cozy up baby while we're nursing. Have you Um, you gotten a dirty look? No. And I don't know what would happen if I did. I mean, I do know. I just explained it to you. It would be Uh, very intense (laughs) and Jay would be scared and he would probably say, you go girl, because I nurse them until they're. Frank, Bernie, I nursed till almost 18 months. Frankie, I nursed so till 22. That's so, so good. But that's it's just. So good. I wish yeah. I had done that. And I just, I don't think there was this sort of, there was awareness. That would be wrong to say that there yeah, was There probably awareness. wasn't as much support. And it no. was, it's, 
now it's kind of like you do you and you've got to figure out, right. you know, and I hate to see it swing the other way too, because I know it just doesn't happen for mamas for some of them. And it's so hard, but at the I same mean, time, think- like you can't, I, I, it goes beyond breastfeeding to me. It goes beyond just constantly thinking that a woman's body is for men to appreciate. And then that's what it's there for. And right. I, I, so that's where I get real principled about it. I, no, I love that. And I think, I mean, there's so much research that says how good it is for the mother and baby on multiple levels. But for women who have trouble, I mean, obviously, I, I breastfed mine for three to four months tops. My kids are fine. Your kids will be fine if you can't breastfeed. But I think it's gotten more and more difficult to ignore the advantages because it, there's so much research that shows that it's a really good thing. It's yeah. just a really good if thing. You can, so. If you can swing it, go yeah. for it. Yeah. And just feel free to let the rage monster fly. Okay, let's go. We got a couple, <laughs> a couple more things we got to get through. Oh, one more thing. This is a little thing, but it is a total lifesaver for me. And I actually always have it in my car. So it's called the Skip Hop Pronto Baby Changing Station and Diaper Clutch. This is a really good gift if you're going to a shower this summer. And maybe they haven't registered for this because it's 30 bucks. So it's like a really nice price point for yes. a shower gift. And what it is, is it's essentially like this little tiny clutch bag and you can open it and then it turns into a diaper changing station. So it's got like a pad because I have been in bathrooms in restaurants where they don't have a changing table and I've had to change my child on the floor and this thing has been a lifesaver. And then it has a little holder for wipes and a little holder for diapers. And if you send your kids to daycare, you might not always have a diaper bag with you. Like I didn't take the diaper bag drop them and pick them up. But if we decided at the last minute, oh, hey, let's go grab dinner or let's go meet these friends, then I always had diapers and wipes with me. And it's convenient to just like throw in the pool bag, throw in whatever bag without having to bring your whole big Diaper diaper bag. It's also really nice for grandparents to keep in their car because then they can always have a couple diapers a little place to change the baby. And it's great for um, like back of the truck changes, you know, when you open up the hatch and then change the baby in the, in your cargo area of your SUV or your minivan or whatever you have. Uh, This thing is clutch. It's called a diaper clutch and it's clutch. It's been very handy for me. I love it. And we'll put all the links in the show notes for all of these things, but it was really fun. I would encourage anybody that had babies years ago to just go look at baby products just for the fun of it. Back to Elizabeth's point that once you have a baby, you're always interested in the products. That turns out to be true. I had so much fun last night researching because pretty soon someday I'll have grandchildren. You so will. I need to know these things. You will. And you pick some good stuff, Marjorie. When you're a grandma, you got to have everything. Then you just get, your, right. you get a whole nother set of the gear. That's right. (laughs) All right. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and write us a review at Apple Podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest or go to bestofthenest.com to receive our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. 
Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.